I think you're okay. So we're gonna talk about like your process. Like what's your process of life? How do you go about life? And like the mindsets that support you day in, day out. Ooh, well, I guess my process of life, I would say is just going with the flow. More recently now, I'm trying to go with the flow with a purpose. I think for so long, honestly, I was going with the flow and I really had like no purpose or an idea for so long actually. I'm like, what is the purpose? Like why and stuff? But I think just kind of being, um, well, now I want to say purposeful. <laughs> but so yeah, just kind of doing things with a purpose and has, at least now doing things with a purpose has really like made, gave me, gave my life more reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. That made any sense. No, I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so. That was a tough question. I know. Am I asking tough questions? That was a really tough question. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. That was hard, that was a deep thought that I wasn't prepared to deep. I I am so. You you went into a deep person. You talked to a deep. Did person. I? Okay, I tried. Yeah. yeah. Going deep. Okay. All right. So let's talk about. Okay, what topics are you open to? Anything. Anything. Okay, tell me what your childhood was like. Childhood? Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, okay. my childhood was interesting. So I mean, as far as being like, like I grew up, uh, both my parents together, they stayed together, still together. I have a twin brother and older sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, we grew up in Irvine. I was born in Long Beach, but grew up in Irvine since I was like five. So basically Irvine born and raised, Florida. But um, so pretty, I would say like wholesome childhood growing up in Irvine as far as like schools were and stuff like mm-hmm. no gang banging going around not a lot of negative influence as far as mm-hmm. that yeah. as far as like my life so my mom is like a sport fanatic mm-hmm. like she's like number one is number one on priorities is sports number two is school yeah. number three is everything else like literally so actually was like growing up like into sports so I grew up as like a competitive gymnast so it was like after it would be like what you go to school to like 2 p.m. then it was like five hours of gymnastics practice like after school like four to five days a week so I was doing like what math is that 20 plus hours a week of gymnastics so it was like really intense and that was like most of my life and then it kind of so obviously since that was like priority then that made me like worse of a student, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like you only have so much energy and if you're spending it all in sports, it was like really hard to focus and like do good or care about school. Mm-hmm. Like school, I did not care about, not my priority. Mm-hmm. So then fast forward a little bit more, um, hated, hated doing, ha- eventually started hating doing gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So, but like literally with my mom, it was like, you're either gonna get a, do another sport or get a job. Mm-hmm. So again, sports like main priority. And then also, yeah, and my mom and dad didn't always agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was more like, do what you want and stuff. If you don't want to do it, you shouldn't have to do it, which like mm-hmm. I agree with. My mom's, I think, a little bit crazier one, obviously. But um, so, um, but obviously also too, my mom had more of a say, mm-hmm. which in that point, so also with their relationship, they grew, they, argued a lot like that and they always kind of argued and they always like didn't really get along and it always made me wonder like why are you guys like together and I definitely always wondered that but mm, I can yeah. see the value in them like still being together and still making it work although like where I think they went wrong was probably marrying each other in the mm. first place but you know what at least they valued marriage itself and have forced each other to stay together for this long even though mm. they obviously don't get along that well in my personal opinion but so anyways, back to, I guess, the sports part, so... I, I, go, I went through the same thing with my dad. 
Yeah. Like they just don't get along whatsoever. They're always like yelling at each other. There's always boundaries being like they're always getting irritated by each other. They still hang out with each other, so there's still that love there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like like they li- they sleep in separate beds. Yeah, mine too. Legit. Yeah. Oh my god. Story. Ready for this? <laughs> okay, so yeah. they used to sleep in this like big like king size Tempur-Pedic bed. Yeah. And so like I don't know they would always get in arguments over like this sm- like smacking each other at night and then dad snores too much and my mom rolls around too much I don't know and so like mm. literally one day they were so mad they were like you need to we need to stay on each other's like we need to stay on our sides okay. So, <laughs> which wasn't working. So my dad was like, no, you're the one who keeps rolling over to my side. And she's like, no, it's you. So then my dad put a string, like, he put like a string in the middle of the bed. No and like, way. just to be like, this is like the, I don't know. And like somehow, like, I think she, <laughs> what's funny is I guess she kept rolling over and getting like caught in the string. I don't know. But like, it ended in a huge, a huge argument. So in the morning, my dad literally took his like turkey saw. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know those things that are like, two blades that he took the turkeys on and started sawing the mattress in half because are he you was, kidding me no i'm literally not joking he started sawing the mattress in half because he was going to make it into two beds because he was so mad but my mom obviously like stopped him like this is a really expensive mattress like what are you doing so then she stopped him so he only got like a foot like in but like he sawed a foot of it like in, in like in half in the middle and so then eventually from there then they worked on got their own like two separate beds mm-hmm. that they've like had in the room now so then that huge bed they gave to my older sister who had so she slept with that for a while and then what's funny is then after she moved out like it's yeah. like this huge nice bed i took it into my room so i started sleeping on it yeah. until eventually i was like okay i want a different bed i felt like it had too much like bad vibes and energy to it too many people have been sleeping on this and then i eventually got my own bed but yeah funny story about that bed oh my gosh our parents do like I, i've seen my parents get super angry and they do like the weirdest most impractical things ever like they'll I don't know, I remember my mom just like throwing like a computer mouse that was like at least a hundred bucks like at the ground because I wasn't doing, I, I guess I, it's appropriate, I wasn't doing a particular thing, but to almost get into that space of anger and make it impractical and not like a, like a non-negative boundary is like, whoa, that's nuts. And, and it's so odd because I've never like, I've been to extremes before, but I've never been to those extremes of anger in a sense, so it's like, you're, it astonishes you in a sense. But it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about, how like when you're in a state of anger, it literally hijacks your thinking and it hijacks your, irration- your rationality. Mm-hmm. And like you, like you start identifying with those thoughts and it's just like in some messed up way, it made sense to you at that moment and in that time. Yeah. And it, yeah, 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 it's almost like you can't even, you're so angry, you can't even think that like, like how like why on earth would you ever saw a bed in half with a turkey saw it's like you're not even consciously aware of what you're doing you're just so mad you're just gonna do like the worst thing you can do i don't know yeah but yeah crazy how many like emotions can take over you like that and the energies literally possess you Mm -hmm. it possessed him to the point for him doing that behavior and then in some messed up way since he's not i don't know in some messed up way even though he's done that He's still thinking to himself, and he's still almost justifying to himself that that behavior was appropriate, and that kind of like kind of leads you down more of a messed up spiral because it's like, oh yeah, like that was justified. So like anytime you bring it up or something like that, you, in some messed up way, he has to think to himself like that was justifiable behavior. Right. Like I don't even really talk about it much at all with him, but it's like 
Because it's trigger point, probably. Well, right? not or so no? much anymore. Like, oh, okay. he can definitely laugh about it now. We definitely oh, okay, laugh good. about it now, for okay. sure, because it's like, that okay, was so ridiculous. He's, so he's and he can agree. Over, yeah, yeah, but, like, at the same time, he's just like, okay, well, I just, like, wanted separate beds, but mm-hmm. they've got it now. And, like, yeah. yeah. It's funny because my dad's, like, not. Um, he's such a cool cucumber mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. but when he does get angry, it's like so cool and then over the edge angry. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like kind of mad with him or no mm-hmm. like I'm kind of mad. It's like it's like cool to like saw that in half. Mm-hmm. But and then <laughs> and now it's like funny because well it's funny to like look back at those moments because so that was like, just a phase in his life. No, it wasn't really a phase. Is it still a phase? Well, no, I mean, they just couldn't sleep in a bed together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they don't. <laughs> like, they do yeah. not. Like, he snores too much for her, and she, like, moves around too much for him. So, they, like, mm-hmm. don't sleep in the same bed. But, um, uh, what was I just asking her? Oh, um, I was well, going to say you something about... I, go I don't through, remember. I go, yeah, I go through this, go. too, where you go, like, you have a thought process, and you're like, ah, uh, I had a I thought, and I lost it. And you're like, I don't know where this is going anymore. No, okay, so... You, you got the book Boundaries in Dating. What made you, like, get that book? Because I realized, like, I don't have any boundaries in dating. And, like, mm-hmm. when you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. Mm-hmm. So, because I questioned myself. I've been in just, like, a cycle of dating guys that are just, like, I date them for a while until, like, you get, really get to know them. And it's like, okay, this is not what I want at all. And then it's hard because then you're like emotionally invested so are they and then you're that mm. deep and then you have to like end it for stupid reasons like because you're not like the person I want and stuff so it's like I'm now kind of trying to like set the boundaries before getting into a relationship and like mm. kind of ha- like figure out what my values are before getting into it so I have like a clearly defined image of what I want and what I'm looking for so that I'll know when I find it instead mm. of just finding someone that because I don't really have an image of what I need and want so that they kind of fit it because it fits and everything is good for now like Mm. I think having that clear vision of uh, what I'm wanting and what boundaries I'm having and stuff like that then it'll be easier to identify in that person or at least that then I'll know while I'm trying to get to to know the person Mm. kind of what questions I need to ask to find out if they align with what I'm trying to look for and stuff Mm. so that's where I'm at with Mm. that yeah, I kind of sense that in you a little bit, where it's like, um, actually, no. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like a lot of guys will almost come to you, right? You know what's funny is that people say that to me, but they don't. They don't, okay, they don't, okay. Uh, people always said, they're like, it must be so easy, guys just like come up to you. I'm like, no, not yeah. at all. Like, actually, okay. not at all. Like, not at all. Even you, though, it's like rare. You're like, have a beautiful day. I was like, wow, thank you. Like, it's so such rare. a nice heart. <laughs> <laughs> so rare. Mm. Okay. Okay, the last, so, but, hmm. Do guys almost, like, fall for you, though? Do, like, you see, do you see a tendency compared to, like, your other friends or no? No, not fall really. Fall for you quickly? No. Uh, no? Maybe, but I feel like I fall just as fast. Fall just, yeah, you fall just as fast. Both of us, yeah, it's like a equal. Yeah, so like when they fall for you, you almost fall for them. Before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's where I've been. Told, that's what gets me into trouble. Okay. It's because like, it's like, when someone's like falling in love with you and they're giving you so much love, it's like, well, of course that feels so good and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, it's love. I love you too. But oh, like, okay. is it? Yeah. Because I have like a messed up theory in my head. What's that? Like, the theory is, like, 
you're a pretty person. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as a guy, when you see a person that's like that, it's like, oh, they kind of fit the image of what I want. And then you Just almost. because they're, like, attractive. They're attractive. But, no, but, 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 but hold up. You have a lot of, like, engaging personal quirks to you. Mm-hmm. You have, like, like you're obsessed and curious and you love growth and all that stuff <coughs> and those qualities actually amp you up just like that so i'm not saying it's just that mm-hmm. i'm saying like your other personality traits are just just as uh, just as amazing but what happens is that when you have those two two together like a really good personality and then good physical appearance that you already that image is already sold mm-hmm. in their mind but they're not looking at the way that you think they're mm-hmm, not looking mm-hmm. at what you eat. They're not looking at what kind of boundaries that you have. They're not looking at um, their um, your. Uh, they're not looking at your subtle reactions towards particular things. They're not mm-hmm. looking at are you the space for you for them to talk about particular subjects. Mm-hmm. They're they're not looking at all these other like fifty other specific traits that you have. They're just thinking, oh, super good-hearted personality and um, physically attractive. Person. Does that sound messed up or no? No, because I'm totally guilty of that, and that's where I've been wrong in dating. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, exactly like you're saying. Like, I meet someone, they're attractive, and I like their personality at first. So my mind fills in the gaps of like, mm-hmm. well, they must be like honest, you mm-hmm. know, just because they haven't proven that they're dishonest, they haven't proven that they are an honest person or something. But they have mm-hmm. all those other good qualities, so I'm gonna assume that everything else is good about them as well. Exactly. And it's not until later in like mm-hmm. dating when stuff comes to the surface that you just didn't know it before and now yeah. you know and it doesn't fit the image of what you thought it was so it turns out they're not that person and then yeah. it's like well shoot yeah so like for example like i've been in a i've been in a situation where <coughs> i've had a friend and um like we were compatible in a sense like she was she was like vegan she was into spirituality like she was into like the energy stuff and she was into like wanting to impact the world like she was totally into that and like I could see how those commonalities would almost make us come together. And also, she was into filmmaking. I was I was also into filmmaking. She wanted to do the the actress thing, and then I was the outlet for her to be able to do that. And it was like we were together in that way. But what happened is that she actually um, moved to Brazil, and you know I started seeing the the relationship started starting to like distance itself. Mm-hmm. Just okay. And then I see the guy. She actually goes for another guy, right? She actually gets a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Over in were Brazil. you guys like together together before? Like, did you we define were, it? We or, were like, no, we were you like just had that connection. No, it was like we had that connection, and I was thinking like, hey, we sh- I'm feeling like we should be girlfriend and boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, totally. But then that was the last day I got to see her. What? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but literally what happened? Mm-hmm. The boyfriend that she had, I was like, I wasn't the one. That's the one. What really? But how do you know? You because know that guy. because because that dude was more of a hippie. And she was more of a hippie, like oh, she was I'm more of the girl. Her. She was more of the girl that would like go out in nature and like meditate and then like do the yoga hippie, like be in India kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't have those qualities, but that dude had it. But he also had all the qualities that she loved. With, so that she found a dude that had all the qualities that I had, but also the hippie personality. How do you know he had the qualities that you had? He had because I saw he had a, like a website and he was also good at filmmaking. He was also good at photography. Oh, okay. So like those qualities. Okay. Yeah, and I was like. And he also was vegan, and also I was like, I was like, oh, so that's true alignment. Yeah, good for her defining that. Exactly. Guy. So, 
let's say in the context of our situation, mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'd be screening you of like, is this person like super social? Is this person like obsessed with being social? Is this person obsessed with creating a business? And if you don't have those qualities, or is this person obsessed with like uh, wanting to bring, wanting to heal lust or something like that? Like mm -hmm. attributes that are very aligned with my purpose. Mm -hmm. Does this person have that? And if you don't have those qualities, what happens is that even though you're an amazing individual, I'm gonna have to screen you out. And like that's how I've kind of went down like the commonalities and being super picky about the particular qualities that you want. How did you like come to yourself to like know those exact qualities and like that you're looking for? Because that sounds exactly like what I'm trying to figure out. Like I'm trying mm -hmm. to come up with my screening process. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you like have that screening process, like with those questions, like is she into building business and whatnot and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, how did you come up with that? And because I've seen couples that are like really in alignment, like uh, on YouTube and stuff, like that. I'm just like, whoa, like these couples. They're, kind, they're pretty good in alignment. They're both about the celibacy thing and stuff. But I've seen like this, these couples named Preston Smiles and Lexi Panos. <laughs> and they both have a YouTube channel. And they're both doing like YouTube videos together. And it's like these like purposeful, like impactful YouTube videos together. And the way that they do it together, you can definitely sense like, oh, that's alignment. And I've seen my, fr my uh, friend that basically who got, who got a boyfriend and, um, in Brazil. And it was like, that's alignment. Because basically, it's almost like you're finding a person that's in alignment. But do you really feel like you can know for sure that that's alignment when you're only seeing it like via YouTube or like seeing him and her together via like whatever it is across like whatever internet platform? Because mm -hmm. I mean, as much as like everything like might look perfect and mm -hmm. aligned like yeah. from their YouTube video, you don't know like what maybe yeah like but of course they're gonna make it look aligned like they wouldn't put their fights and everything on and like not yeah. saying people don't have fights because of course that's totally normal and stuff but like i feel like you don't know the whole thing until you actually are there with the couple interacting in like just different situations and like and just on the fly situations not so much like mm -hmm. well this is what we're posting and this is what everyone's yeah. gonna see mm -hmm. so you know like how do you know if they're really really aligned i want to almost show you the video like I legit because no I've been down your route where it's like you're looking at all these couples Aww. and you're like like uh, for example like the um, Jay Shetty Jay Shetty no not Jay Shetty <laughs> um, Jay Alvarez uh, yeah and, and, and Alexis, Alexis Ren, Ren. Yeah. and then you could easily ro you can easily romanticize them as individuals easily. that are like oh they're so in alignment they're both about the beaches and all that look stuff right and look what happened yeah and look what happened yeah, but I'm talking about almost a different alignment that is actually more easily discernible than like this romantic, romanticized movie version mm -hmm. of themselves that is being manufactured that we're easily believing in. But like, because the way that I've seen it, it's like, you're like, oh, that's alignment because there, you could, there's, a, there's a recognizable discernment that you can see between the romanticized movie version and the actual, like, it's recognizable. I wish I could there's show you. Okay, but show you, me later. Okay, show me later. Yeah, There's okay. this guy that I, I guess I, I guess I never even really. Okay, I met him one time. Was mm -hmm. it me? I'm barely remember. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of uh, some of my best friends. I was okay. I'm gonna change the name. Mm -hmm. Should I? Or should Just change it. Okay, I'm gonna change the name. Change the name. I had um, a best friend, Nicole, in middle school, and also a best friend. Um, you said best friend. Oh, it was best friend. And then um, another best friend, we're all best friends too, um, 
Andy, a girl, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then stay, like, best friends with um, mostly only Andy through high school. But So then um, in college, mm-hmm. Andy meets this guy, mm-hmm. Ty, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, they start dating, and, like, they're pretty serious for, like, a whole... Um, they, they meet at school in... Andy's a girl. Yes. Okay. They meet at school in San Diego State, right? And then mm-hmm. Ty's from wherever. I forget where he's from. Anyways, they're, like, basically in love. They date for, like, a couple years, but then, like, stuff doesn't work out, and, like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit messy, but, like, basically, end of story, they don't... It doesn't work out, okay? Mm-hmm. Then, fast forward, like, a year or something later, Ty meets, um... Nicole, that's what the name I gave her. Ty meets Nicole at a in a completely different state in in school at a completely different state, and they start dating. And I just and being on the complete outside of it, I just see it as like this guy obviously really likes girls that are similar, and the the relationship must be working out good because it's like I have been best friends personally with both of them, so I know exactly how their personalities are. So it's like he went from dating her in like just completely different circumstance, different state, by happenstance, meeting this other girl who happens to just be her, and they Mm. like are now dating. So it's like weird how that worked out, and they've been dating for a while, and I guess it's worked out for them for Mm. now at least. But um, so I mean, I guess yeah, with like as far as alignment goes, it's like Mm. well, he definitely has a certain type of alignment that he's going for. So yeah. They obviously have similar personalities, and maybe it just aligned. Yeah, there's like it's weird because you'll have commonalities with a person, but it's like it's not enough commonalities to say it's alignment in a way. You kind of get what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I get Because I, because the girl that I was with, like we had a lot of commonalities. It was like, yeah, I could totally see us together, but there was not that alignment mm-hmm. in a sense. So. Sorry, it's just like a higher standard of commonalities. Basically, that's what I mean by alignment. So question, like who, yeah. <laughs> now you have energy. So who are you, are you dating now? What's your situation? Not dating now, what I'm doing is that I'm meeting like a shitload of people on a constant basis. And actually, for some reason, I'm not finding people that I'm necessarily dating. I'm actually just chilling with like 50 year old women that have a shitload of commonalities with me. Hmm. Like that's what's happening. Like, so for some reason, I'm actually meeting women that I can say that like we're actually really in alignment with. Like she's really into filmmaking and she's also really into spirituality and I'm like, that's cool. And she's also the space for me to talk about a lot of hard subjects and, and like is there for me to be on my journey in a way. So I'm not necessarily meeting that girlfriend, mm-hmm. but I'm meeting people that I'm just like, yes, this person is supposed to be in my life and I can definitely see that. Cool. I yeah. can totally relate to okay. feeling like that. Just meeting people that are in your life and like obviously not for your like yeah. Or just for just for the purpose of reason that because to yeah. enrich your life. Like there's a yeah. reason you met, you know. Yeah. Cause because like the universe works in like synchronicity, right? So if I really needed a girlfriend right now, like why is the universe making me synchronize with like fifty year old women right now? <laughs> the universe would should just give me the girlfriend. So I don't you think I know. I'm just thinking kidding. yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't need the girlfriend. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I'll let the universe do my do its thing. Um, 
Yeah, you know, speaking back on the universe again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a little bit off topic, but it just, okay, so you know how I was telling you that story about how I bought the journal and I met yeah. um, Elise? Mm-hmm. So when I bought the journal, I bought it as a manifestation journal, right? Mm-hmm. And I, previously I was watching YouTube videos about like ma- manifestation journals and how like important that is. Mm-hmm. Just because like personally in my life, I've noticed like a lot of results from manifestation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I was, I bought, I picked up the journal from the shelf and before I went upstairs where like I didn't expect to be Matthew talking to her, mm-hmm. I was like thinking, okay, what am I going to write in this book? Like, what am I really trying to manifest? And I was actually thinking like, well, definitely I want to manifest like success, but I have no idea how, like what I want to write in that. And then second thing, I want to manifest like love. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? I need someone who really like keeps the conversation going because I feel like often like I actually don't meet that many guys that I find attractive that like we just meet and are just like hey you know maybe I will pass attractive guys all the time and like that's it you know so I was like I would need someone who would just like start a conversation with me and keep the conversation going because sometimes especially with like an attractive person I can definitely shy away or like I don't know what to say you know Mm. so I was like really thinking that I was thinking like I need someone to like keep the conversation going with me just like be able to come up to me and talk to me like that Mm. and then Elise started Mm. coming up and talking to me (laughs) and I literally was thinking to myself (laughs) yeah and then I was thinking to myself because all the YouTube videos were saying like you need to be specific and I was like I was not specific enough (laughs) but it's so funny because really it had not she obviously wasn't trying to date me at all or anything either Mm. but it's funny how I was literally like manifesting it at the time Mm. but anyways that was just kind of what I had to say about the universe yeah Um, and it's crazy okay so I've been up to so many people and like just the idea of like a person capable of going up to you and like starting a conversation actually no never mind but like I, I will meet a lot of people and there's actually a lot of people that can just continue a conversation and the abundance of people that are out there like that so that's why it's almost like once you're able capable of like going up to so many people and having access to as many in a bunch because once you're courageous your uh, ability to access people is infinite yeah if you're in a fearful state it's super limited so as long as you're courageous, you have an access to an amazing abundance of people. So you can like pick and choose and be specific and not have to make it like, like a, cause I feel like the quality of like being able to have a conversation flow, that's like a standard quality that a lot of people have. And like, I feel like there's qualities for you that is just specific to you. That's just like, that really resonates with you. That's totally like, Okay, but that's totally like fixed mindset thinking that you Shit, have a set I knew quality. It. I knew it. Because like it. totally, yeah, like like what you're saying, it's like you can like, but you thanks can, for taking in my like whacked out assumption, Tristan. Because you. you can totally get better. Like you don't have to have so much a courageous quality. Maybe just a moment of being co- being courageous enough to mm-hmm. start and to talk mm-hmm. to someone, and then have that conversation realize oh that wasn't so scary it wasn't that bad and then you can talk to people more and more and it's more like practice mm-hmm. versus having courage and then it's more like practicing it and mm-hmm. then you get, and then you'll be more confident have more confidence and that's mm-hmm. infinite in the growth mindset mm-hmm. but oh yeah. where, where did i mess up in my language um i think saying that like when you have such a level of courageousness because mm-hmm. oh once you you're courageous basically yeah but I would guess I was just I guess I said it, it wrong. Yeah, I okay. guess I was just reading it like you don't have to be courageous. Yeah. Be like courageous as much as, well, I guess, well, for a moment, but like it's not like something that 
you have to have because you can get better at it. You can do it super fearful, but and suck at it, and then just. But really, it's oh, I did. Bad. I had a simpleton definition of it. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I'm just off reading that book, so it's like. A She's like, you have a fixed it, mindset. You, know? <laughs> you have an you have an open mindset. You have a fixed mindset. You have an <laughs> Which would be so yeah. Well, but it, yeah, but I mean, it's not even like the fix like if. I mean... Okay, let's do... Let's <laughs> assess people for their fixed mindset and... Open mindset? Is that the other one? Growth. Growth mindset. Okay. I'll name my fixed mindsets and then you name your... No, you should name your fixed mindsets and then I'll name mine. Okay. Well, definitely my fixed mindset was in dating because one of the big chapters I read, it was about dating and, like, that's when I was like, oh, shit, I have a fixed mindset. It was like... Well, but also, mm -hmm. just to preface this, you can have, like... Like, everyone has a little bit of fix, a little bit of growth in you know, in mm -hmm. every area and stuff. But so, um, so it was like saying the fixed mindset is something like, well, when you're dating someone and then shit goes wrong, it's like, well, it just wasn't meant to be because we aren't that compatible. Like if it was, mm -hmm. if it was that compatible, then it would be like easier and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, it wouldn't be this hard. Mm -hmm. That's like totally fixed mindset versus growth mindset is like, we can become more compatible together mm -hmm. and like we can work on it with each other and like we can so it's like a can. Yeah, it's like mm. it's like possibilities. It's like mm. things are possible. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I'll yeah. tell you my fixed mindset. My fixed mindset is boundaries and being able to place boundaries that. So my fixed mindset with boundaries would be like, you know, that's just who she is, and like, you know, she's a. Okay, I, I can't talk too much about it, but she's right now, she's suffering right now, so I need to help her in this particular way, even though she's like a workaholic right now. Uh, I don't know, I have to just do it that way, right? And then I think my growth mindset would be, you know, I gotta take care of myself. I gotta make sure my self-care is just as much as her self-care. And I gotta recognize that I can't be, um, gonna sound really sad because this person's sick but like i know she's like uh she's like a super workaholic because she's trying to escape from her past on a constant basis mm -hmm. and um I, i'm seeing that and uh i have to almost create boundaries with that because if i go in that vortex i start working there for like 15 hours a day just helping her and then completely ignoring about myself and then like my health deteriorates and i get sick in the process and it's like it's too much for me who is this person i can't say because it's confidential yeah, because like that, that person, you can't. Um, but basically, this is a, a close friend of mine. And uh, so basically in that process, I'm like, oh, I don't know. The growth mindset would be being able to create boundaries with her. So that way, I'm not helping her in the short term. I'm helping her in the long term. So that way, when I have self-care in the long term, I can continuously help her and without kind of corroding my life down in the process. What are like the boundaries that you're trying to create? Boundaries would be like, so she sometimes wants to get like McDonald's or something, <laughs> right? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm actually, um, I'm actually vegan. <laughs> and so I have a, just more of a love and a care for animals. So in the process, right, <clears throat> I'm buying her a lot of food and she'll, she's like, get me like an Angus steak at uh, Panda Express and all that stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Um, um, I, I had to subscribe to it, this weird ass paradigm, like there is no death. So I'm like, okay, if there is no death, 
because this is like some weird like super out there spiritual like philosophy so i i'm just rationalizing uh -huh. to myself uh -huh. like there is no death okay. so i just <laughs> buy so i just i just buy the angus beef and all that stuff but if i if i yeah i think you should totally set that boundary because if you're not even buying it for yourself yeah. why should you buy it for anyone else like that okay. should be like you don't buy it period like if you're really going to be vegan because you care about the animals and like yeah. they're being killed for people's eating mm -hmm. which is like what you believe in no yeah then it's like just no you should definitely not buy that for anyone else you don't even buy it for yourself like that doesn't make, yeah no definitely draw that boundary there it's easier for me to say because i'm on the outside trust me i have plenty of my own boundaries i would need to be drawn but yes from the outside yeah it's easy from the outside but yeah that's my thoughts on it thank you i needed you to say that i need someone like with conviction to yeah. like, just say that to me yeah i'm like yeah tell me that again thank you yeah definitely if you're not gonna buy if you're not like support the killing of animals for yourself then support the killing of, of animals for anyone else there you go say that one more time if you're not gonna support the killing of animals for yourself don't support the killing of animals for anyone else. I respect that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You hear that? Because you can see it better than I do. Yeah, that was like it, such an easy like. Why would you ever do that? Because but I get yeah. it when it's you know, when on it's the personal. Yeah. Yeah. When you take it personally, your thinking is distorted. Yeah, totally. But when you're not personal, like, when probably. you're neutral about it, it's like. What? That was easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Exactly. All right, so we we um, don't know what to say anymore. Just kidding, we do. But we're gonna. I want you to. I want you to ask. I want to ask you this. What's the golden nugget that you want to be able to share to people? Ooh. Is it too deep? I just don't know. Mm -hmm. So much, I guess. What do you want to be able to share to people that are that may be in the education system right now? And uh, yeah. Maybe. And any specific qualities that you want in the guys that we're going to leave off here so that way you're more, um, that you have a defined purpose as to who you're going to be choosing in your life. Well, that I'm still trying to figure out. But I guess as far as any, leaving any last, lasting things, I would say don't forget to dream. Don't forget how big your dreams can be mm -hmm. and what you really want out of life, not mm -hmm. just what everyone tells you you should get out mm -hmm. of life what you really want out of life mm -hmm. think about that and then figure out what you're going to take to get there mm -hmm. so it can go like super simple thank you candace i really appreciate this thank you all right i feel like we're gonna end this right now thank you peace out you guys and this was super long oh my gosh all right peace, peace.